彩虹，彩虹。That those seven little animated Disney men were such innovators, were so ahead of its time. They were just, they were really on the pulse of culture, and I just love them, and I bow down to them because I always love Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It was personally one of my favorite movies ever, especially when that like gorgeous, fabulous queen becomes an old, decrepit woman, and she's standing in the window of Snow White's little cottage with the pie, making that scary, smirky face. Ooh, it just gives me the shivers and the shills. It just scared me. But anyways, enough of that. Welcome. Back, everyone. I am so excited to be back. I had three days off Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Much like you, I hope everyone had a really nice Labor Day. I had a great weekend. I took some time off. I relaxed. I swam. On Sunday, I went to a great Caring Hands for Children charity with some of my friends, and we, you know, were able to sponsor. The charity was specifically uh, geared towards sponsoring children in India, and um, they sponsored over 500, and I think 513 was the exact number. That might even be lower than the number of um, children that ended up getting sponsorships, but it was a great charity. It was really fun, and it was um, it was a gay old time of dancing and laughing and eating good food and helping out the little babies in India. Um, so that was great, and then today, oh well, yesterday, Monday, I um, went to the valley for the day. I did some shopping. I went to lunch. I spent time with my dog. I started an unbelievable new show that I want to tell you guys about it. It's called The Brothers. It's on Amazon. It's with Chase Crawford, Aaron Moriarty. It's, it's, it's honestly, I think, and I know I say this about every new show that I start watching, but this show is, is really something incredible. It's, basically, it's, it's a world of superheroes, and they're like, the the metaphor is compare they're like politicians and they're corrupt and the organizations that the super they present themselves they present the front that they're these amazing chivalrous good people um but they're really corrupt and you know not not good and that's all I'm going to say now and then there's an underlying mystery of another element of the show it is amazing again it's called the brothers it's on amazon it's in its first season eight episodes it's incredible i highly recommend you guys watch it i watched the first four episodes today with my friend um about an hour each i'm gonna watch the next four tomorrow because you know it's really tough because binge watching i'm sure you guys know netflix binge watching is just like takes up all your time um but anyways i hope you guys all had a great weekend it's um happy september you guys it's september that's out of control september the third to be exact tuesday september the third um and it's you know i hope uh, your journey to work this morning is full of of just enjoyment of me being in your ears and your speakers and your car and your headphones or wherever i am and your in your brain because you know some of us hear voices and i hear voices and you know no shame no shame and um yeah, it was a really nice... I don't like not working, though. I'm one of those people who doesn't like to do nothing, which is why it's really hard for me to go on vacation because I always like to have plans. I like to have a set schedule and a routine, which is what I usually do at home. And um, it's hard for me. That's why I don't even love the weekends. I mean, it's nice to go to the beach and stuff with your friends who are off, but I really like to always be productive and proactive in doing things. Um, 
Because, you know, I just I love to be moving around, moving and grooving. I'm like, I'm Stella, and I got my groove back. Um, so, anyways, it's, it's great to be back, and I'm so excited. So let's let's get into some juicy stories, because there was a lot that went on over the weekend. There wasn't too much that went on over the weekend, but the, the first story I'm going to talk to you about comes from E! News. is from everybody's favorite loving little darling Canadian little gem of a boy, Justin Bieber. And um, he posted something on Instagram on Sunday. I'm sorry, on Monday, yesterday. And it was really uh, very vulnerable, very open, and um, I I read it a few times because the font was so small. Now that I'm a 30 year old man, I am you know the, the things are changing. My senses are changing. My sight is going. It's just out of control. And now I needed to get my magnifying glass or, or my little glasses, as as you know, I actually have glasses, but I don't like to wear them because you know I, I like to see the world without having to look through a glass, which is I guess why they call them glasses. But anyways. I'm going to read what Justin Bieber posted on Instagram. Uh, but first, the article comes from Enos again. Justin Bieber's honest post about surviving fame will make you a believer again. I've always been a believer. I've loved him. Beauty and the Beat, I loved him in his era of dating Selena. I mean, Justin and Selena, what were they? Just Lena? Celine Bieber? I don't know what they were, but that was my favorite era. And I, I just, I love his music. Um... Let me look at my phone and see what Justin Bieber songs I have. I don't have that much because I have a lot of, like, musical theater songs. Um, Justin Bieber. Okay, these are the songs I have. I have Beauty and the Beat featuring Nicki Minaj, which is my favorite. And then I have the song Up. Oh, my God, I only have two, song, two songs on my, on my iTunes library. But that's because I have Spotify. And speaking of Spotify, a word from our gem of a sponsor. Gracias, Spotify. I see you. I hear you. Um, in the words of Nini Lee, we see each other. Okay, here we go. This article is from E! News. Um, Justin Bieber's honest post about surviving fame will make you a believer again. And then there's an adorable picture of him. He has so many tattoos I didn't know. He's, like, covered. He doesn't just have a sleeve. He's, like, a full body. He has a tiger, I see. He has a bear. He has a cross. He has some Roman, Roman numerals. I've always admired people who have sleeves. I love them. I just... I'm afraid of needles. But that's just me. Okay. But some people just really, they have the right aura, the right demeanor, the right stature for a tattoo. I don't. Okay. Justin Bieber is opening up like never before. In the middle of Labor Day weekend, the singer took to Instagram and shared a personal note to his fans and followers. Despite years of struggles, the music superstar is proud to say he is in, quote, the best season of my life. Oh, that's so wonderful to hear. Quote, and this is a little excerpt from the entirety of the thread, which I will read you again in a minute. I started doing pretty heavy drugs at 19 and abused all of my relationships. I became resentful, disrespectful to women, um, and angry. I became distant to everyone who loved me, and I was hiding behind a shell of a person that I had become. I felt like I could never turn it around, Justin shared on Monday afternoon. It's taken me years to bounce back from all these terrible decisions, fix broken relationships, and change relationship habits. Luckily, God blessed me with, my, with extraordinary people who love me for me. Um, he continued, quote, Now I am navigating the best season of my life, marriage, which is an amazing, crazy new responsibility. You learn patience, trust, commitment, kindness, humility, and all of the things. It looks to be a good man. The word is a little interesting here, but it's, you know, very vulnerable, so I'll give him a pass, because you know me, I love my grammar. Uh, back in July, Justin and his wife, Haley Beaver, celebrated their one-year engagement anniversary. Most recently, E! News learned that the couple was planning their second wedding in North Carolina for later this year. While it's clear, Haley is one special person in Justin's life. The baby singer, oh my god, baby, that's one of my favorite songs, that's one of his first songs, um, made it clear that several people have transformed his mindset for the better. Okay, now... Actually, I was going to go to Instagram and read this to you, but he posted it for us, which is just wonderful. Okay. Um, it's very, very small, so it's going to take me a minute to read this. Oh, you know what? Let me zoom in. Here we go. This is great. Okay. Here we go. It's hard to get out of bed in the morning with the right attitude when you are overwhelmed with your life 
your past job, responsibilities, emotions, your family finances, and your relationships. When it feels like there's trouble after trouble after trouble, you start foreseeing the day through the lenses of dread and anticipate another bad day. A cycle of feeling disappointment after disappointment. Sometimes it can even get to the point where you don't even want to live anymore. When you feel like it's never going to change, I can fully sympathize with you. I could not change my mindset. I am fortunate to have people in my life that continue to encourage me to keep going. You see, I have a lot of money, clothes, cars, accolades, achievements, awards, and I was still unfulfilled. Have you noticed the statistics of child stars and the outcome of their life? There is insane pressure and responsibility put on a child whose brains, emotions, frontal lobes, decision-making aren't developed yet. Ooh, what is he, a scientist? A brain specialist? Um, No rationality, defiant, rebellious things. All of us to go through. Uh, But when you add the pressure of stardom, it does something to you that is quite unexplainable. You see, I didn't grow up in a stable home. My parents were 18, separated with no money, still young and rebellious as well. As my talent progressed and I became ultra successful, it happened with a strand of two years. My whole life was flipped on its head. I went from a 13-year-old boy from a small town being praised left and right by the world with millions saying how much they loved me and how great I was. I don't know about you, but humility comes with age. You hear these things enough as a young boy and you actually start believing it. Rationality comes with age and so does your decision-making process. One of the reasons you can't drink until you're 21. Very true. Uh, Until everyone did everything for me, so I never learned the fundamentals of responsibility. So by this point, I was 18 with no skills in the real world, with millions of dollars and access to whatever I wanted. This is a very scary concept for anyone. By 20, I made every bad decision you could have thought and went from one of the most loved and adored people in the world to the most ridiculed, judged, and hated person in the world. I don't think he was the most hated person in the world, but I definitely think people were pressing judgment on him for sure, because I remember that era. Being on stage, according to studies, is a bigger dopamine rush than almost any activity, so these massive ups and downs on their own are very hard to manage. You notice a lot of touring bands and people end up having a phase of drug abuse, and I believe it's due to not being able to manage the huge ups and downs that come with being an entertainer. I started doing pretty heavy drugs at 19 and abused all of my relationships. I became resentful, disrespectful to women, and angry. I became distant to everyone who loved me, and I was hiding behind a shell of a person that I had become. I felt like I could never turn it around. It's taken me years to bounce back from all these terrible decisions, fix broken relationships, and change relationship habits. Luckily, God blessed me with extraordinary people who love me for me. Now I'm navigating the best season of my life, marriage, which is an amazing, crazy new responsibility. You learn patience, trust, commitment, kindness, humility, and all the things it looks like to be a good man. All this to say, when the odds are against you, keep fighting. Jesus loves you. Be kind today. Be bold today and love the people today, not by your standards, but by God's perfect, unfailing love. And that's what he posted on Instagram. Um, and then he just sort of posted their sort of, uh, like, recap of what they posted, but I'm, I'm not going to continue that because I have my own thoughts about that. Thank you, E. Um, I think that it's really great that he posted that because I think it's an age-old tale that people think that everything from the outside is perfect, especially people who have access to everything in the world, people who are superstars. It's like looking at the Kardashians and, you know, if one didn't watch the show, which I do, and, and sort of, that's what I really respect about the Kardashians, not to, you know, sort of deviate from Justin Bieber when I'm making a comparison, is that like people think that their lives are perfect and nobody's life is perfect. And that is why they put, they really put it all out there on the table. Um, even though I think now that their show is super successful, that they have a bit more, uh, well, they are producers on the show, a bit more, um, uh, they have the ability to sort of contrive stories to make them look good. Not that that's a bad thing. I mean, I would do the same thing too, but it makes sense. But anyways, I tell that to say that um, I think it's really wonderful that he posted that because especially for younger the younger generation of, you know, for example, Disney actors or whatnot, are people thinking that these kids really, um, 
you know, are like gods when they're so young and, you know, they're not fully developed mentally. And, I, and it's like so interesting because I always think back to college. I was so different. I, I was 18 when I went into college. I was 22 when I graduated. I was so different. I mean, I'm obviously so different now than what I was when I was 18, but I thought I, just from 18 to 22, you know, you changed so much. I changed so much in those four years. And it's just, it's amazing. And, and, and I can't even imagine growing up. I mean, I grew up, I grew up really, really well. And, you know, I, I, of course I didn't have access to, I'm sure what he did, but, um, you know, I, I can only imagine it's like being invincible. And that's sort of what, you know, every interview you watch with super successful people that have, you know, uh, large means in their bank accounts, they always say, the one thing that money and this, you know, if you if you've ever watched the interview on YouTube, it's so good. You should watch this there with J.K. Rowling and Oprah. Oprah asked J.K. Rowling what money has done for her because she she obviously grew up very very poor. Almost, uh, she said uh, she was as poor as she could be in London without being um, bankrupt or broke. Um, and she said the money that what money has given her is freedom. It's given her freedom to just live and you know have you know the ability to choose and whatnot. But you know, obviously she she's an older, more mature woman who who has lived. Also, obviously, just okay. Anyways. I, I'm really happy that he posted that, and I think, you know what? Just like Lindsay Lohan's having her comeback, and I know she's going to have a comeback, I think Justin Bieber will too. Not that they ever went away, but, you know, he's being open and vulnerable. He's saying that I went through some crap, and uh, the world judged me for it. And um, I always have so much respect for people that can cop to their hiccups or their mess-ups, because that shows that they want to... Everyone should want to self-improve, and, you know, I'm that way too, and I think it's always... It's a great thing. So, bravo, Justin Bieber. Bravo. I can't wait for your triumphant return and your fabulous music, and I've loved you since... You were a sophomore in college when I heard your first song. I was a... What am I saying? I was a sophomore in college when I heard your first song, and I loved you ever since. It was a Lady Gaga telephone era, you know, telephone, and, um... Oh, my gosh. It, that was, like, literally the best year of my life. 2009, 2010, the music was prime. It was just the best was ever. Um... So yeah, that's great. I, I just think that that's wonderful. And for any young, uh, any young listeners, learn from his mistakes. Now, the next story we're going to go on to is another music story. And then we're going to go on to what happened with Kevin Hart, who I also love, who I'm a big fan of. Um, but this is again from E! News. And this is two of my favorite singers, Beyonce and Lizzo. Beyonce, I don't know if it's Lizzo or Lizzo, but I think it's Lizzo. Beyonce looks in awe while watching Lizzo perform at the Made in America Festival. This is from E! News, written by Allison Morin on Sunday, September 1st. Lizzo is feeling good as hell at performing at the Made in America Festival on Sunday night, making the 31-year-old singer set even more iconic than what it already was. Beyonce and Jay-Z were seen watching Lizzo from the side stage, or the wings. Um, and from the looks of Lion King star's face, she appeared to be an awe the juice singer. I mean, I would be in awe, too. I listened to... Cause I love you, um, like literally every single day because it's such an amp pumped up song. And I played it in one of my earlier episodes. You should listen to it. It's such a good song, and it shows her vocal talents crazily. It's just wonderful to hear her powerhouse voice. She's like the new Aretha Franklin. Franklin, she's very confident. Um, talking to Instagram, talking to Instagram. Lizzo Lizzo, however you pronounce it, shared a behind-the-scenes photo of the moment the Queen Bee was amazed and wowed by her performance as she commanded the stage. "Quote: Swipe to lose your effing mind." She wrote alongside two images with one featuring a close-up of the homecoming star's face. On Twitter, the Truth Hurts star also shared the same image, writing a story in two parts. Naturally, fans of the superstars couldn't contain their excitement. Quote, talent watching talent, one fan commented. Another responded, legends supporting legends. That's true, they are both legends. Of course, many took the opportunity to share the infamous gif of Tiffany Pollard yelling Beyonce during the first season of Flavor of Love. Uh, Lizzo's Made in America show comes a week after she shut down the 2019 MTV VMAs. With her epic performance, she took... 
uh, the star the studded stage and performed some of her biggest hits, including Good As Hell. What's more, she was certainly feeling good as hell because she took a shot of tequila before giving a heartwarming message. And then they posted an Instagram photo and she got 1.1 million likes. Oh my god, that's so funny. Took a shot of tequila. I want. I feel like she'd be everybody's best friend. She'd just be... She's like... Um, she reminds me a lot of Melissa McCarthy. They're just amazing. Or like... I don't know why I think of this name, but like Kirsten Dunst. Like you just want to go to the bar with them and laugh and just kick your heels off. I mean, I would love to kick my heels off and just enjoy a night out with the girls. Um, Kirsten Dunst, Lizzo, and Melissa McCarthy. That's my dream trio. And I thought of Melissa McCarthy. I thought of Kirsten Dunst just now because she just got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So congratulations to Torrin Shipman. I love you. Um, Burr, it's cold in here. Uh, let me talk to you for a sec. Quote, uh, this is back to Lizzo, what she said. Let me talk to you for a second. I'm tired of this BS and I don't have to know your story to know you're tired of the bs too she said it's hard trying to love yourself in a world that doesn't love you back am i right she continued so i want to take this opportunity right now just to feel as good as hell because you deserve to feel as good as hell we deserve we all deserve we deserve what okay i'm gonna read this again she continued is a little little wordy um so i want to take this opportunity right now just to feel as good as hell because you deserve to feel as good as hell we deserve to feel good as hell so tell me how you feeling I just love her. Um, the 31-year-old star definitely practices what she preaches when it comes to self-confidence. In an interview with Glamour, she opened up about the double standards women face when it comes to their bodies and how she doesn't listen to the noise. Quote, when people look at my body and be like, oh my God, she's so brave. She, it's like, no, I'm not. She said in the interview, I'm just fine. I'm just me. I'm just sexy. She is very sexy. Quote, if you see Anne Hathaway in a bikini on a billboard, you wouldn't call her brave, she explained. I just think there's a double standard when it comes to women. She continued, I don't like it when people think it's hard for me to see myself as beautiful. I don't like it when people are shocked. I'm doing it. Um, amen to you, Lizzo, Lizo. You, you are. You have nothing to prove. You are fabulous, and those voice, those vocal cords alone, just and she's gorgeous. Oh my gosh, I'm looking at a side by side of her and Beyonce. I just love it. They're they're gonna collab again. Beyonce, Lizzo, Kirsten Dunst, and Lisa McCarthy all should just go to brunch and just post photos of it. Um, okay. So, good for her. Love her. She's a gem. Next story. This is, uh, and this is, that was from E! News. The third story, oh my gosh, so much E today. Not ecstasy. E as an E! News. Um, is about Kevin Hart. Um, okay, let me pull this up. Kevin Hart's wife, Nico Parrish, breaks her silence on his car crash. If you guys didn't hear over the weekend, Kevin Hart uh, was in a uh, car crash. I think a, a really bad one on Mulholland. Um, and this is written yesterday, uh, the second, by Alyssa Warren from E! News. Again, Kevin Hart's wife is opening out about her husband's car accident on Monday, and Nico Parrish gave updates on the 40-year-old comedian's health as she was headed to the hospital to visit him. He's great, she told the cameras. He's doing, he's going to be just fine. She continued, he's good, everybody's good. On Sunday morning, the ride-along star's Labor Day weekends came to a halt after getting into a car accident. He suffered from major back injuries and reportedly... Um, and will reportedly have to undergo back surgery. The Hollywood actor's vintage Plymouth Barracuda. Oh, Barracuda. Ooh, Barracuda. Remember from Charlie's Angels? I watched both those movies the other day, by the way. I love them. The original ones with um, Lucy Liu, Cameron D. and Andrew Barrymore. The Hollywood actor's vintage Plymouth Barracuda crashed into a ditch off Malibu's Mulholland Highway. You know, it's confirmed one of the... Uh, of the accident, Hart's friend Jared Black was reportedly driving when he lost control of the vehicle and veered off the road. Black and his fiancée, Rebecca Brockstroman, were originally trapped inside, but thankfully Brockstroman wasn't injured. Wow. Hart and Black took into a local hospital after the accident, and from Parrish's claims, her husband seems to be recovering and doing well. 
Following the news of the night school actor's car crash, many of his fellow pals and colleagues have sent him love and support, including Minnie Kaling, Martha Stewart, Brian Cranston, and more. Stop messing with my emotions, at Kevin Hart for real, Dwayne Johnson shared on Instagram. We have a lot more laughing to do together. He wrote, love you, man, stay strong. Fans might recall the two starring in the 2016 movie Central Intelligence together. Best wishes to Kevin Hart. I hope he will be okay after this horrific accident, Stewart wrote on Twitter. And of course, best wishes for safe survival to all those affected by Storm Dorian. Be careful while it's unclear how Hart will be hospitalized. Here's to hoping he recovers soon. I agree. Um, if you guys don't live in California or live in L.A., um, the Malibu canyons are, I mean, I, I, I go to Santa Monica and Malibu quite a bit on the weekends. Um, and I drive back through the canyons to avoid traffic on the 405 and the 101, which are the main highways out here. And there's, so, you can't, I mean, you should never text and drive, but these are roads where you really cannot text and drive. They're very narrow. There are two lanes, uh, one lane to go each way. And it's all uphill or downhill, depending on which way you're going. And it's so steep and there's no rails I mean, there's some rails that sort of block your car from, like, r- rolling off, but for the most part, it isn't, and they're very steep turns. It's very scary, and it's, um, yeah, you, you got to be very careful because um, they're very steep, and uh, it's very scenic, too, especially, I mean, I've never, I've driven, I've driven this, the canyon once during the evening, and it was, it was very scary, and I usually do it during the day, and, you know, I love it because you can see the ocean, and it's like you're above the clouds, and it's spectacular. I have a lot of photos on my phone, and if you ever want to check any out, just hit me up on Instagram, and I'll send you some beautiful photos from the canyons, but, um, yeah, it's very scary, so anyways, uh, safe recovery to all who were involved in that accident, and uh, be careful and keep your hands on the wheel, and don't text and drive, Okay. Now, the fourth story is from page six. It's about our girl, Courtney Cox, everybody's favorite Monica Geller. I know! Okay, Courtney Cox still wears her friend's t-shirt, but it's missing Monica. This is written by Melissa Minton. Again, page six, yesterday, the second. Courtney Cox is still not over friends. <laughs> Neither is half of America, girl. I generate a billion dollars from Warner Brothers every single year, and I'm really sad it's going to be stripped off of Netflix. I'm very, very sad about that. I might just lease my Netflix account unless they give it to me for free, then I will love you forever. Netflix want to sponsor me? Okay, hi. Um, in fact, the Actress 55 still owns merchandise from the show, including a t-shirt with a whole host of characters on it. However, Cox revealed to her Instagram followers in a photo of herself wearing the shirt that someone cut into a V-neck. The problem is that the alteration chopped off chopped off of the head of Cox's character, Monica Geller. Quote, some people will do anything for a V-neck. She captioned the photo of herself looking sad and pointed to her disfigured head. That was so funny. Writer and director Mary Cummings commented on the irony of the pic. Haha, that's how you can make the cut and not make the cut at the same time. Poor Monica, she said. Cox is never afraid to bring up the beloved sitcom, despite its last episode airing in 2004 earlier this year. She returned to the West Village building that served as the exterior shots from the apartment. She shared with Jennifer Aniston, who played best friend Rachel Green on the show. She joked that she was going home in an Instagram video and captioned it, the one where my rent went up $12,000. Well, that wouldn't be hard for her, considering they each made $20 million a year in residuals, allegedly. So good for Courtney Cox. I love you, Courtney Cox, and I love you, Monica Geller. Ah, no! Now, the last story of the morning because we all have to go and get our days going. I have a very, very busy day today. It's, um, actually, um, uh, my puppy has a vet appointment at uh, 7.40 in the morning. It's all good. It's all good. He just, um, he ate something funny and his poops were a little off-putting, so we're going to take him to the vet just to make sure everything's okay because my baby has to make sure he's okay. But, you know, giving your dog chicken and rice for a few days really does settle the stomach. And, um, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll give an update tomorrow after the vet, and I hope it's all good. So, knock on wood, send your prayers because my dog is my life. Okay. Our story, our final story, uh, comes from CNN. 
which I love, man arrested in Singapore, Chang, Changi Changi Airport for buying ticket just to wave his wife off at the gate. Now that's what I call commitment, and that's what I call love. That's what I call love. I, I don't even know that's a real song. But anyways, I, I read this, I saw this headline, and I was like, I want to read this article, this is earlier, um, and I was like, I really have to read about this. Okay. With an offsite butterfly dome, cactus garden, and four-story slide, Singapore's airport regularly tops rankings of the best airports and one of the best airports in the world. But some travelers are taking a little too much to shine to it. The Singapore police force has issued a warning to residents not to misuse their boarding passes after a man was arrested for buying a ticket to walk his wife to the gate. I mean, that's just called like first world problems and you have a lot of money problems. The misuse of boarding passes is an offense in Singapore where transit areas are considered protected places. Anyone accessing the gate side areas at Changi, Qinghai, I'm so sorry if I'm butchering the name. I'm just going to say C-H-A-N-G-I without uh, intending to fly can be prosecuted under Singapore's Infrastructure Protection Act and fine up to $20,000. Um, well, that's their money. And in U.S. dollars, that's $14,300. Or in prison for up to two years. That's horrible. You just want to say goodbye to your loved one or spouse and you're going to be in prison? I think not. Um, 33 people have been arrested under the legislation in the first eight months of 2019. Okay, that's like, that's a little too, that's a little aggressive. Um, police, said that the 27, police said that the 27-year-old bought a ticket purely to walk his wife to the gate and had no intention to depart Singapore. In a Facebook post, they added that, quote, passengers who enter the transit areas with a boarding pass should only be there for the purpose of traveling to their next destination. Um, oh my gosh, I'm looking at a photo of the airport. It literally looks incredible. It's like you're you're in a jungle with like a waterfall coming from the sky. That's just that's what I call design people. I love it. I need to get I need to get a hold of an architecture because my apartment is literally it needs to be redone. Um if the idea that anyone would actively want to spend their time in an airport sounds odd. You haven't flown through Singapore. When Changi's new tra- jewel terminal opened in April, it made headlines around the globe for its 40-meter waterfall, the world's largest indoor one, and a 14,000-square-foot can- canopy park complete with a suspension bridge, topiary, and mazes, and one of Asia's largest indoor gardens with 3,000 trees and 60,000 shrubs. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me. Did you guys ever see that movie Passengers with um, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence and they're traveling to that like new world and they're in those little machines to fall asleep and then obviously Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence wake up and they have the option to go back to bed and like continue their journey being like frozen but then they decide to live out you know their time on a little spaceship and then they grow up. It, it just looks like that. Just watch the movie Passengers. It's fantastic. Um, it's a little hokey but I love it. Um, Overstaying your welcome in the terminal is a thing here. In 2016, a Malaysian man was jailed after he spent 18 days in Changi forging boarding, boarding, board, boarding, forging boarding passes to gain entry to nine airport lounges. Shortly afterward, the couple was arrested for booking flexible tickets to gain access to Changi. Ugh, these pop-up ads um, for Changi shopping mall where they bought an iPhone 7. Well, at least they spent money there. Other passengers have been known to book refundable tickets, which they cancel before flights take off. Um, having enjoyed the airport. You know what? That's just called being smart. And that's just called living your best life, honey. Because you know what? We all want to live our best life. And I would do it. And I'm going to fly just to Shanghai just to sit in that airport and breathe in that tree, those gorgeous vegetation. Because the airport LAX that I go to is definitely not that nice. And um, it could use some sprucing up. But that makes sense that it's not that nice because it's LA. And for some reason, they don't like to upkeep their cities here. They're dirty, polluted, and (laughs) not having it. Um, now I'm just browsing through TMZ and I see a headline of a story that I 
want to read, but I'm going to wait a little bit longer until it's updated more and it's a um, kind of a sad... Um, it's kind of a sad story. Well, it's a sad, it's a sad headline, and it's another dog passes away on KLM flight due to alleged heat stroke. I'm sure Peter will be all over that because you know it's the thing about traveling with dogs. And here's the thing: my dog's not been on a plane yet, and I thought a lot about taking him on a plane. And he's 12 pounds, well, 11 and a half pounds, so he's the size where I can take him aboard. And it would be a domestic flight. It would be flying from LA to Boston, um, and I would obviously take him on the plane with me. And I called, I called a few airlines, and I was like. Well, oh, sorry, my laundry machine just went off. I was like, well, I want to take my dog on a flight. And they were like, how many pounds is he? How old is he? And I was like, 11 and a half, multi-poo. Um, and they were like, well, he has to get a bag. And I was like, well, I don't want to put my dad, my dog in a bag. Like, that's so gross. I want him to, like, walk around. And then they are like, well, he has to become a service dog. So then I called the place where we got our dog trained. Who they, and they did a fantastic job, our trainer, Jack. And what he said was he has to take, I think, two more courses. And then he can be officially, he can officially become a... Um, what do you call those? Uh, uh, oh my gosh, I just said it. A um, what is it called? A dog? A travel dog? He he has to. Oh my gosh, I'm literally. Am I losing my mind? What is it called? A a travel dog. Service animal, service dog. He's a service dog. I want him to become a service dog. So he just has to take two classes and become a service dog, and that's definitely what I do. What I want to do because then he can sit with me on the ground. Um, and not be in a, in a bag because I'm not going to put my dog in a bag. I want him to just roam and love and smell and be near me. And I will never, ever put my dog – I mean I don't ever plan on traveling with my dog overseas. But I wouldn't do it because I would never in a million years put my animal underneath an airplane because you hear horror stories. And quite frankly, if something happens in a plane, I want my dog to be with me because if he goes down, I go down too. And I love my dog so much. And I'm an animal lover as, as are most people. And this is an animal loving, lover central, lover, level, level, lover, lover. I don't even know. It's very early in the morning. It's been a long three days, and um, I'm just so happy to be back. I'm so happy to be chatting, a chatty Kathy, as you all know. But um, I hope everyone has a great start to the week. You all had a really safe and wonderful, enjoyable three days off. If you didn't have time off, well, then you know what? That's great for you, too, because that means going into the week, you're going to be fine. You're going to be in better shape than all of us who really have three days off and are just lazy and like noodles now. I just feel like I'm a noodle. I woke up this morning and I was like, I'm a noodle, and I literally came with my arms and legs. I just want to lie in bed all day. But no, the show must go on. I must go on, and I will see you all tomorrow. Have a great, great day. Bye.